Hello everyone and welcome back to Radio Silence. I'm Shaheed. In part 2 of my analysis of the Crusades in modern popular culture, I'll be talking about the Crusades in video games. And the first video game that I really like to analyze is Assassin's Creed. The original Assassin's Creed video game was set in the period of the Third Crusade in the Holy Land in 1191. And you play the character of Desmond Miles. who through a machine called the animus relives the genetic memories of his ancestor Altair and through this plot device what emerges is details about the struggle between two factions the assassin brotherhood and the templar order now the assassin brotherhood is inspired by the order of assassins and the templar order is inspired by the knights templar military order both of which were real entities during the time of the crusades assassin's creed is a stealth based game so essentially in this video game um you need to conduct violence in a discreet way to draw the least possible attention otherwise you will be overwhelmed by enemies that is how the game is is designed and again it is very interesting that this series that has spawned multiple iterations and has continued into multiple generations of video games would begin with the crusades and so it sort of supports our understanding of the crusades as being an event that resonates with with everything uh, that, that is modern with everything that can be marketable with everything that can be introduced to people and that can be expected to be liked so to give you a better understanding of what the video game is about and the ideas that are motivating it especially in the context of the crusades let us talk about the two factions that move forward the the plot uh, the first is the assassin brotherhood now the assassin brotherhood actually existed and they have their origins in the ismaili shia sect the ismailis were a very radical shia sect and their bone of contention with mainstream shia thought was that they believed that the seventh imam was not j- done justice to when he was not given the uh, the imamat um after his uh, father and so they believed that was an injustice done and so in that way they sort of created their own sect within the shia school of thought and the assassin brotherhood emerged from the ismaili group the ismailis believed in assassinations and they believed in using violence in order to gain their means now it's very important to recognize that the ismaili sect today the ismaili the modern ismaili sect that is found in south asia in europe it is very different from the ismailis back then now the ismailis are very wealthy sect the aga khan these the ismailis are very westernized gentlemen who has dedicated a lot of his time and a lot of his money to charity and to peace work and to 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 promote goodwill among people and to encourage global prosperity um and obviously that does not prevent him from being one of the wealthiest men in the world with some of the biggest interests in very exotic things such as horse racing and such as yacht sailing but one can say that that's a small injustice compared to what other people are doing and the amount of money that the other people are making but anyways back then when an assassination needed to be carried out the nizari ismailis they ate powdered hemp leaves which in in the local language you call hashish or hash and now this drug contains a natural psychoactive component 
so it sort of alters your state of mind and this was the drug hashish was a drug that they used before going on an assassination mission now the assassination was often planned to be carried out in a crowded location so that it would maximize the potential religious and uh, political consequences of the act and the assassin was not expected to survive their mission and so this is from where the concept of fidayeen arose that is also uh, very interesting because now we can trace the origins of modern day suicide bombing into the actions of the assassins the assassins were not expected to survive their assassination um, attempt essentially they were supposed to be mobbed and they were supposed to be killed by the enraged mob when they carried out their assassination and they, they were in altered state of mind so maybe that also helped with the pain and the consequences of their actions so that is maybe where the origins of modern day assassinations uh, of the modern day suicide bombing lies suicide bombing are very challenging matters for the reason that it is very difficult to stop them because the person carrying out the suicide bombing has nothing to lose they have been indoctrinated so completely that there is very little chance to alter the consequences of their actions and now as we are getting more insight into the world of terrorism we know how suicide bombers are prepared for example if you are if you are being prepared as a muslim suicide bomber then there are special rooms that are created so this was a tour a tour of this was given by some police personnel in western pakistan where the taliban were formerly hold up in the former tribal areas and there was a special room that they showed to the media representatives who were visiting that area which was used to train suicide bombers so essentially would be suicide bombers usually these were young boys they'd be brought to that room and in that room you'd have pictures of bollywood celebrities or you'd have you know romantic poetry and the boys would would be urged to stay in that room for many days four or five days and so that they could absorb what it meant to be in paradise there would be background wallpaper in the rooms that had valleys and there would be rivers flowing of milk and honey and wine and so essentially they were their entire life and their entire state of mind was altered in that way to encourage them to go out and sacrifice themselves for an ulterior motive and all of this can be traced back to the actions of the assassin brotherhood on which this video game is based now that is the assassin brotherhood let us talk about the knights templar the, the knights knights templar have uh, again become very famous in the past um, couple of decades largely due to the book written by dan brown called the da vinci code in which they play a prominent role the knights templar they were an order of uh, catholics it was a military order and it was one of the most wealthy and popular western christian military orders they were headquartered um, in jerusalem and they existed for nearly two centuries now the nice templar became a favorite charity throughout christendom and so for this reason they grew very rapidly and now they were a military order their, their main action was to carry out the mission entrusted to them and to take part in the crusades and to strive their utmost to establish christian rule in in the holy land However, 90% of the Knights Templar order was non-military personnel and a large number of that non-military personnel was engaged in banking and handling of finances and they developed some extremely advanced banking techniques for that time. And so in that way they have retained their wealth over the years. Even to this day you'll find a dedicated website managed by the Knights Templar order in which they recount their history and they recount 
the legacy that their order has left so in that way it is a very special entity in my opinion and what does assassin's creed do it pits these two entities against each other the shia muslims against the western catholics of the knights templar order and the 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 result that we get from this is very interesting because there is some difference in interpretation of the video game compared to reality so one very important thing for of the assassin's creed um genre the assassin's creed franchise is that these are stealth games so your main job as an assassin is is to not attract attention that is the main objective of the video game otherwise there is no way that you can complete your missions and complete your tasks so stealth is a very important maybe the central component of the video game but the difference between the original assassins of the nizari ismaili order and the assassin's creed video game is that the original assassins went into a mission with the understanding that they would die that they would be fidaeen that they were sacrificing themselves for a for a higher purpose the purpose of their order so this is a very huge contrast with the video game because in the video game stealth is the main mission so that's a very interesting observation another a very interesting uh, observation that you'll see in the assassins creed video game is that there's an extreme lack of religious elements to it now the assassins of the holy land they were a religious organization they were a shian organization however there is no religious connotations to shiaism associated with the uh, with the assassins creed brotherhood and i think there's a very valid reason for that because you cannot have religious elements in video games that would create too much controversy and uh, after the sandy oak school shooting and after myriad events in which it was it, some people believe that it was video games that inspired people to carry out violent actions i think the creators of this video game thought it best to not include any religious connotations in this in this video game also a very important observation in the same way is that there are no drugs in the video game so the assassins their original name were the hashashins that is derived from the drug hash hashish so the very origins of this brotherhood of this organization lies in the use of drugs and mind altering substances but you can't introduce that, introduce that into a video game either because that could go against laws that would go against morals that would go against ethics most mostly it's kids that play video games so you can't be introducing them to drugs it could be a gateway to things that are worse so these are some of the contrasts that you'll see between the video game and between the real assassins creed that existed many many years ago but it's very interesting because these were elements that definitely are associated with the crusades and that these elements are being reinterpreted in a modern context that means that the crusades were in fact a very extraordinary time period because they still retain relevance to this day so that was the assassin's creed video game now i'd like to talk about another video game that i played and in which the crusades and events surrounding the crusades played a large part that is the age of empires franchise specifically specifically the second installment in this franchise age of empires 2 so age of empires is very different from assassin's creed assassin's creed is a stealth fighter video game but age of empires is a 
tactical strategy and a turn based game in which you have to create your own colony you have to create your own empire of sorts you have to train units and then you pit them in battle against each other so it's very much like a world builder sort of video game and so you have units some are combatant units you have knights you have paladins you have skirmishers you have men at arms and in that in that same vein you also have you have uh, machinery so you have battering rams you have trebuchets and so then you use these things to wage war against each other and you have some very important buildings for example your town hall is the central building if your enemy captures your town hall then you lose the game so one very interesting unit in the age of empires 2 video game is the crusader knight the crusader knight cannot be converted by enemy monks so that's very interesting what a monk can do is that if there's a unit fighting on your enemy side the monk can go up to that unit they can wave their arms around essentially they're chanting to that unit and the unit then becomes they turn sides and they start fighting for you the crusader knight cannot be converted that's very interesting because that gives us an idea about how a crusader is already heavily inspired by their mission and the understanding over here is that they are incorruptible and they cannot be converted by the enemy in order to fight for them the robes that they wear the dress that the crusader knights wear they are very symbolic of their historical attire mostly it's plain they wear white robes and then they have a shield that is very typical of crusading orders and it has a black cross on it so this was the black cross that was used by the teutonic knights Now that was a bit about the units the fighting units that you use there are also technologies in age of empires technologies that help you increase your production so it's it's like a whole enterprise like running a city so in order to train units you need to have have equipment for them you need to have food for them you need to be able to invest in a unit before they can start fighting for you so one one very important and very interesting more interesting than important technology that you have is called the high crusade so the the detail that goes with the high high crusade is that follows the knights of st john call for a new world crusade you receive a shipment of eight hoop throwers from malta and all hoop throwers are improved this use of trained personnel means all your other units have fewer hit points from now so essentially what has happened is that there's an investment that has come in and from europe some investment has poured and now that has improved your performance in the video game and that is also very interesting because it it ties into the larger idea of how the crusades were and a european fueled project from the very begin now what happens in these video you just don't go in and you just don't start building your cities you actually fight campaigns so there are missions that you have to complete using a turn based method So one of the campaigns is called Saladin of course based of the life and times of the very famous muslim commander Saladin so in this campaign um you play as Saladin and you Saladin is basically a cavalry hero so he is presented with his with his horse now i'd like to very specifically talk about one mission which is called Horns of Hatton Now Horns of Hatton is based off the Battle of Hatton. This is an extremely important battle in the history of the Crusades. It took place in the year 1187. 
and this could be thought of as the turning point for the crusades the crusaders uh, they were holding some very important cities but at, it was in the third crusade that saladin successfully managed to retake jerusalem from the crusaders so what happened in this battle essentially he laid siege to tiberius which was a fortification in which the emperor wife was uh, housed and so guy de luzine and his serviceman uh, reynold of chatelon a very important individual the prince of antioch who is considered to be a very cruel person as well they rode towards tiberius saladin had laid a trap for the crusading forces and when they started to move towards the direction of tiberius he strategically placed his army in between the water supply at the springs of kafir hatan and in that in that way the crusaders were cut off from the water supply and so this is the sort of introduction description that went with the age of empires campaign called the horns of hatton each each battle was preceded by a campaign just to let you know where you were in history what was going on so it was not just senseless fighting but essentially there was a background story to the narratives of what was going on so it's being told from the point of view of a captive in Saladin's camp so it goes like this galili year 20 of my capture last night we rode into a sandstorm the men did not open their mouths to speak we clung to the necks of horses or camels while waves of sand rose and fell around us the sarsins have pursued a large force of europeans into the desert the crusaders carry with them a relic a piece of the true cross capturing this artifact will deal a severe blow to the morale of saladin's christian foes i asked saladin why we were here miles from civilization and water he said to bring crimson death to the blue-eyed enemy the huge crusader army has halted to make it stand beneath the two peaks called the horns of hatton at the horn the horns is only a single pool of water and saladin controls it at night the saracens ride out and extravagantly pour out vessels of water into the sand within th- sight of the thirst crazed europeans it is cruelty worthy of a crusader i think that's an extremely interesting description there's lots of emotions in there and it seems very very authentic and it's an important battle saladin captures uh, guy de luzine and reynold of chatelon and saladin obviously is the paramount of chivalry so he treats uh, guy de luzine the king of jerusalem with a lot of piety and uh, and he spares his life but reynold of chatelon he has a reputation for being a cruel person and saladin has no intention of sparing him and so he dies for his crimes so that is sort of to give you a sense of how the crusades are being portrayed in the age of empires too you have campaigns you have units you have um, power ups such as the high crusade power up that i talked about similar to saladin's campaign you also have frederick barbarossa's campaign so if you know the story of frederick barbarossa it's very anticlimactic because he drowned himself while he was supposedly bathing in a river So so his campaign detail goes like this in the age of empires it says barbarossa's weary army had marched for hundreds of miles through the cracked mountains in the heat of july so when it stumbled upon the gokshu river the men were astonished and grateful barbarossa himself could not resist plunging into the cold water without even pausing to remove his armor to the disbelief of the surviving troops barbarossa drowned 
Some said the emperor could not swim in his plate armor. Others believed his 67-year-old heart had finally given up. Regardless of the exact cause of death, Barbarossa's crusade ended there on June 10th, 1190. The Holy Roman Emperor was gone. So in this way you can see that this is a very interesting way to explore history in which you take part in the battles but you are being governed by larger ideas so irrespective of how well you play barbarossa's campaign you cannot change history in this video game barbarossa does die towards the end and you are a you you are sort of a spectator on the side you do get a front side seat but history is charting the course over here and you uh, are the observer So this was my analysis of the crusades in video games. I hope this was useful and I hope this helps us understand more about the crusades and their interpretation in modern day mediums of communication. Thank you very much and I'll see you next time.